Just yesterday, I felt like I received a gift. I felt like I had an experience that pointed to the benefits of engaging in mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice. This is something that happened in normal everyday life. And I'm very happy to share that I was able, because of the severity of my reaction to what was actually taking place or, uh, in those moments, that I was able to actually realize, and this is above and beyond what I'm going to speak about, that I was able to realize in those moments that there was nothing that I was doing. There was no, nothing that I was able to, uh, to force in terms of making myself a different person or improving myself in any way. It was simply something that happened on its own without me trying to make it happen. And in this case, I'm so grateful because what I had the opportunity to experience was that I during, being, during a moments when I was being very deeply triggered very deeply reactive to something that was said to me. And it was not something that was said uh, in malice uh, or in meanness in any way. It was, it was actually, just to speak a little bit about what happened, and it isn't really about the story at all. I'm just essentially going to relay uh, you know, what, what unfolded. I was actually uh, interacting with someone that I work with who, uh, whom I respect a lot and uh, definitely value very much. And uh, this person is someone who uh, brings me joy often, someone who has been very uplifting and very affirming to me over the years. And it is someone whom I can count on when things get really, really difficult. And in this particular situation, uh, and I know there, I feel like I don't want to say that I know their heart because I know that really at a deeper level, I can't really know anything for sure. But this is something that I just, I don't believe it, uh, that there was no malice intended. Uh, it's not a belief. It's not a thought. I haven't done any analysis to determine uh, whether it was meant to hurt my feelings. There's just this inner sense, this inner knowing that this was someone just joking around. And what ultimately happened was that Something was said uh, that, and he, and this person had no way of knowing that this was one of my core struggles and or what I would call one of my core issues that I've struggled with since I was a small child. Uh, without going into all the details of that, because I realize in this case that's just a story as well. That there has been a lot of effort and energy and a lot of heartache and heartbreak and uh, uh, a lot of uh, emotional scarring and bruising through dealing with uh, being made fun of uh, as, a, as a small child and even through uh, my teenage years and occasionally even as an adult. And uh, what I might refer to uh, in some cases here in the Western part of the world, we can refer to this as self-esteem how we feel about ourselves. It's interesting, many people that I've met from the eastern part of the world, and I realize on some level it's just one world, 
but that this is something that's, that appears to be more deeply entrenched in the Western uh, part of the world and the industrialized nations. Uh, just and it, it really has to do with, uh, you know, with inner culture, I guess I might say. But in this case, I found myself in a situation where something was said that immediately triggered me and was not said out of spite or to make fun of me in any way. It's just that what was said, uh, something was pointed out about, uh, you know, I, you know, him possibly I, in this case, I can't speak on, on his behalf, but it was ultimately about, uh, you know, feeling like I was being identified as someone that there was something wrong with me. And this quote unquote, something that was wrong with me, I know at a deeper level, it isn't really anything that is wrong with me. It has just been something that uh, I have struggled with all of my life and have, have only recently really made my peace with this. And in those moments, it was such a sudden reaction that I experienced in my body and in my mind that it just it happened so swiftly that there was really no way even, and I don't want to even give myself credit to say that I was able to shift my awareness, uh, you know, to more of the standpoint as as an observer. I really think that what happened was it is just a matter of this happening because I had practiced, because I have practiced mindfulness. And it is available to all of us. It certainly has nothing to do with me having any special gifts or powers or any abilities. It is available to each and every one of us. And I began to realize that even though I was deeply, severely reactive, and what ended up happening was as what was said was said, I could immediately, without even uh, without doing anything, I immediately could see the reactive thoughts. I could feel my body tensing up. I could feel this combination, and, and I'm always careful about labeling emotions because I, I have found, at least in my experience, that by labeling them or trying to characterize them or describe them, Sometimes it leads me further away from what it is that I'm actually feeling. Some of what I'm feeling I don't think can be put into words. But there was, it felt like in those moments, the best that I can recollect and remember, because it all happened so quickly, was that I felt myself, my feelings were very, very hurt. uh, Because I, this is something that I have, you know, found uh, some level of, uh, of shame and embarrassment around and uh, feeling inadequate and feeling what some people might refer to less than, so to speak. And there was, in, in one moment, there was this feeling of wanting to cry and wanting to run away, uh, feeling unbelievably hurt. And then also, it, at the same time, there was this feeling of what uh, Buddhists many times refer to as, uh, or at least uh, historically, as the concept of injured innocence. You know, someone, how dare they hurt me like this? How dare someone, res- you know, disrespect me in this way? Uh, you know, and that's, that's the other part of this, that there was this feeling of, of not only what I was experiencing, and this is not something that I know or believe, 
I could actually feel what some people refer to as the inner child that, uh, uh, you know, that I carry around with me. There are still these memories of, of being made fun of uh, for various reasons around this. And so what was happening was I, in, in, in real time, I was able to, just because I've engaged in this practice, I was able to somewhat stand outside. Or in this case, I was basically stood outside. It's almost as if by practicing this, I just found myself in, in, a, uh, in a place where I could actually have the headspace and the perspective of being the witness of this, of being the observer of it, and that I could recognize that everything that I was thinking, I did not have to believe it. Uh, whatever it was that I was thinking that I was telling myself who I am or how I am or what I look like or how I'm acting, I could realize at a deeper level that those are really just uh, nothing more than identities. And if I chose to, I could have bought into what it was that was said. And I really, the more that I have reflected on it, and this isn't through deep thought or analysis, it's just through, you know, sitting with this uh, without trying to, uh, to really know anything about it or make any judgments, that it was really something that was just joking around. It did remind me that I always do want to be very aware of and very mindful and very sensitive to anything that I say to someone because I have no way to know, in a lot of cases, people that I interact with regularly or even people that I'm very close to, that I have no way to know if there are certain deep core wounds we might refer to these as. There may be things that are, there's trauma there that has occurred in the past. There are things that deeply trigger people for different reasons. I don't want to walk around on eggshells, so to speak. I don't want to be so afraid to say anything uh, to anyone. But it's really, and it's not even about, you know, saying what's right or wrong. I just find that if I have cultivated that, what I refer to as inner sensitivity, it really just comes through being mindful uh, and being aware and being present of, uh, and to remember that what I say to people, uh, I can't, st- I don't want to get into a place where I'm stopping and thinking about and trying to decide every single word that I say to someone because then I'm just really overcomplicating it. But in this case, what I would say is, is that in this, in this particular uh, instance, I uh, was just on the receiving end of something that was, I could even say insensitive in some way. Uh, not, I don't, I don't feel like it was hurtful. I don't feel like the intent was to, uh, to hurt me or belittle me in any way. Uh, and there again, I can say that I believe that. And it's not so much a belief it is, as it is just something that I sense uh, as after being in those moments. But where I speak about how mindfulness and mindful coping has helped me with this, it has really been through being aware that when I'm in a deep emotional, in a state of deep emotional reactivity, that there are reasons for that. I don't necessarily know all the reasons. I just know that in some cases, uh, something is pointed out or said to me or by someone's action that they take. Uh, and it may not even be towards me. It may be something that has nothing to do with me. But because as a human being, I can, I can, I walk around in this life and I can carry around 
Uh, I can carry around a lot of baggage around feeling, you know, having felt and feeling certain ways about myself. And all of this, what at least for me, has occurred in thoughts. And in what I can do if I choose to is I can either choose to trust in my own ability to be able to cope in those moments where I am just completely overtaken by thoughts that it's almost like being in a trance. It's almost like being somewhere else. And yesterday when this was said to me about me, uh, I could, for some reason I, and there again, I, as I mentioned earlier, I can't, I could not put myself in that position, but I just found myself there and it was a surprise and it was a gift uh, it was a uh, it was a beautiful unfolding of being able to be in a position where I could, and this is not you know through rational thought. I just simply could sense that I was you know the the wheels were starting to turn, the reactivity was full on. I mean, I was feeling and thinking all of these different things, all at the same time, to the point of of almost being overwhelmed. And then suddenly just the, the shift that was so minuscule, it was such a, uh, it was such a, uh, a seemingly small thing, but it was everything in that moment was that I could immediately recognize that this was just me reacting. This was just me having thought. I was having a lot of thoughts about what I was believing about what I was feeling. And I was able to just see all of that. And it, it, there was so much momentum behind it. It's almost like you think of like a large train uh, that has, you know, a lot, you know, that has a lot of that it's, you know, dragging a lot of, of, of cars behind it loaded with things and it can't stop very easily. Once it really gets going, it's almost as if there is no stopping it is at least what it feels like. And so thoughts for me uh, have, and, and emotions, and especially emotional reactivity, has been that kind of experience for me that sometimes this stuff can literally just take over and it has a momentum of its own. But what I was able somehow to find myself in a place without knowing how to be in this place, uh, other than engaging in this practice on a regular day, on a daily basis, uh, and it's not only doing this when I am just, you know, sitting on a cushion quietly by myself or however I might have myself uh, in, a, in, in a meditative state. Uh, it's also about the, you know, what I refer to as being mindful on my feet in the middle of life while it's all happening. And yesterday it was all happening. The storm was brewing uh, and it just uh, literally unleashed this torrent of thoughts and reactions. And somehow... <clears throat> I guess if you think about a hurricane, and, I, and I'm just using an analogy here, somehow I found myself in the eye of the storm. I was somehow able to see it all, all those thoughts swirling around me, all of the anger and the hurt feelings and feeling disrespected and feeling uh, uh, called out, so to speak, and made fun of and all of these and I realize these are all just words, but they also describe uh, the byproduct I found of thoughts of, of how if I process all my emotions through thoughts, then I'm going to label things because that's what in many cases humans do. I can't say that everyone does this always. I can only know my own experience. But 
I was able to see this stuff all swirling around me. All the thoughts were happening. And I just immediately recognized that I had a choice. I, I saw that I am however I am. I, uh, I relate to people however I relate to them. I look however I look. And instead of lashing out at him in this case, instead of really getting, you know, you know speaking to him what it was that I was feeling and, uh, and just perpetuating uh, all of this emotional reactivity, there was just this right in the moment as I'm right in front of him, there was this recognition. And there again, this is, a, I feel like is a gift. It has nothing to do with my own abilities. Uh, that I was able to just recognize that this was just the human being being the human being. It was almost if in some ways this was just, uh, you know, kind of like, uh, uh, you know, when water runs off, when there's like a huge stream of water and uh, or when there's a storm and a huge downpour, you have what's referred to as the runoff. And that's really what it was at some point. Uh, all of the, uh, the, you know, the tide rose, there was this huge uh, tidal wave that have emotions. And then at some point, you know, without me getting in the way and, and, uh, and trying to think about it and give in to any, any desires I had to begin to indulge in uh, feeling sorry for myself and feeling like a victim and feeling like I had been hurt and disrespected, uh, what instead happened was that I just immediately re- had this recognition and just trusting that, knowing that this is something that I have struggled with and I've chosen to struggle with it. And I realize now that uh, somehow there has been a gift given uh, and I don't know whether I'm deserving or not. And then when I say the gift, this gift is available to any of us. There's nothing that makes me uh, specially qualified to receive it. Uh, but I sense, you know, you know in, 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 uh, in my heart that it is just as a result of engaging in this practice that somehow I, I could see all of these things happening, all of these memories. And just as, as I found myself in that moment, uh, I just chose in some way, and I shouldn't even use the word choice. I should say that the choice was made what my, one of my teachers referred to as choicelessly. I did not actively make the statement or decide <clears throat> that I was going to choose not to indulge in all the thoughts around this, uh, that, I was ju- that I was not going to get caught up in this. It's just that that choice happened on its own, and I think that's the gift and the fruits of the practice as well. And I was able to not run away. I felt like wanting to run away and, and I wanted to get really angry and lash out all at the same time. And I did none of those things. I just simply was there in that moment with uh, him and with other people that I was around. And uh, I, instead of feeling like I needed to say anything at all, I just flowed, I, you know, I just flowed with whatever was going on. And the only way I can do that, and I, and I cannot emphasize enough how much I have struggled with interpersonal uh, relation, relations, how much I have struggled with being around other people, how much I have overthought. And I use the word thought because it's, it really comes from an, a, a, you know, excessive thinking and overly identifying with who it is that I think that I am and what I think people are saying to me and, and making decisions about whether I think people are being hurtful or insulting me or disrespecting me that I can just be in those moments and that I can trust that if there's something that I need to say 
uh, to him later, I will say it. At this point, I'm not, I'm not really wrapped up in thoughts about that. I'm not in denial of it. It's just that what I'm, where I'm finding myself is in a place that I only can be, could be in as a result of engaging in this practice that's available to any of us. That this being in this place or having this perspective is available to anyone that chooses it. Uh, I just was able to navigate uh, those rough waters uh, without really trying to navigate it. It's almost as if I could just witness all this stuff happening and then seeing uh, the momentum move, you know, sort of move away from me uh, without me getting caught up as being the person who was made fun of for a particular reason or, you know, somebody said something in jest uh, that deeply hurt my feelings. Because I, I, I was not busy being the person whose feelings were hurt. Uh, and again, not by choice. I don't want to give myself any credit at all. It's not about that. It's just about recognizing that it's, it's really who, uh, who I choose to be or not choose to be. And, and as I said earlier, in, so, in a lot of cases, as a result of engaging in this practice, that choice gets made choicelessly. It just, this is just the way it is because of the practice of not taking our thoughts so seriously and also not taking ourselves so seriously. Uh, that's the other part of this is that I can just simply accept myself. And it's not to say that I don't want to take responsibility uh, and take care of myself and try to be the best person I can be for other people as well as myself. But I can can do all these things. So much of, 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 of doing these things I have found is not so much about doing or changing myself. It's just about be, being differently. And this practice of mindfulness has allowed me to be differently. Uh, I will admit as I'm finishing up uh, or bringing this to a conclusion, uh, and I do want to be completely transparent. I don't want to give anyone the impression that I just suddenly found myself in this state of nirvana and that I forgot about it. And I, you know, I, I've heard someone say once, you know, I, I didn't build a bridge and get over it, so to speak, because I want to make this distinction. There was no person building a bridge. There was no person uh, building a bridge or getting over it. There was just simply whoever I am without me deciding or making any uh, assumptions or having any beliefs about who I am. It just simply happened the way it did. Later on yesterday evening, I did find myself, and, I, and, I, and there again, I can't know, but I sense that it is just because it is a habit that as a human being, and I can't say that all humans do this, nor do I need to assert that, but that sometimes there is this tendency to uh, the way our mind, you know, the way that my mind works. And I've talked to many people who've experienced this as well, that there's a need to kind of replay this in one's mind, so to speak. And I had a little bit of that yesterday evening and even uh, through the night uh, as, I, as I awakened a couple of times to suddenly recognizing very quickly, oh my gosh, I'm replaying this. And that's, that's what the fruits of mindfulness practice. I can be aware of, okay, here I go again. You know, I'm turning on the, uh, the you know, I'm turning on the, uh, the recorder. I've got it in playback mode and now I'm going to run myself through all these emotions again or not. And I couldn't stop those, the replaying of what happened, nor did I want to try to stop it. I just by simply by recognizing that that was happening, 
I could, without choosing it, my awareness shifted to the present moment, what actually was going on. And what was going on uh, had nothing to do, nothing about what happened yesterday was happening in those moments later. And I could simply be here where whatever was happening or not happening uh, is the case. And there again, that is the through practicing mindfulness. And so what I would say overall about this is that this practice does have the ability to cultivate a, uh, a, a different, unique uh, sort of perspective that can allow us to, uh, to actually endure things. I don't even want to use the word endure. I shouldn't even use that word. Uh, to experience things like this by being open. And, and what I'm saying there is I, can, I don't have to be afraid to go out into the world and I don't have to get overly fixated on what other people think of me. I know there's a human tendency to do that and I'm, I'm certainly not saying that I have transcended that. It's just that I can walk out that door as a result of practicing mindfulness and just be more aware that so much of what I experience, so much of what I feel, so much of what I think is habitual. And it's just because I've been in the habit of doing it for years and years. It doesn't mean that that's what I need to continue doing. And I certainly can't change it actively. All I can do, if I make any choice at all, it is simply to be present, to be here now, as my guru said, and simply paying attention to what is happening and recognizing that many things that I am caught up in or thinking about or desiring uh, have nothing to do with, with, with what is actually happening in these moments. And I am so incredibly grateful to have navigated uh, without navigating uh, and just simply writing this out without trying to write it out and just to be here and still have joy and have meaning and to not be afraid to go back out in the world and be around people. For me, for me, that's nothing short of miraculous. Someone who was reclusive for decades uh, and avoided being around people, I'm, uh, I'm, I can happily say that I'm ready to start today uh, as the day is still very early and not, uh, not live in what happened yesterday and, uh, and not be afraid to be whoever, I, whoever it is that I am living life around other people with other people and not needing to brace myself or protect myself against that.